And we're off. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time. I am live on Facebook, DLive, YouTube now. I can see it. Twitter, Odyssey, and even Twitch, as well as the TalkStream Live player, TalkStreamLive.com. Download the app. It has the Jesse Lee Peterson show playing on it. It has the Hake Report and many others. And, of course, the JLP Live player, rdo.to slash jesse, rdo.to slash j-e-s-s-e is a way to um, pull that thing up on your web browser. But there is an app for it. Um, We're working out kinks, I guess. But anyway, guys, we're going to have a fun Thursday show. Can you believe it? It's Thursday, the 10th of February already. 2022 AD. I have uh, some fun things to talk about today. Crack pipe Biden. Twitter was on it with their fact check doing damage control for the Biden administration. Or is it just my imagination? I don't know. Canada wants you outdoors more, which is good advice, but they're trying to give you like free uh, a prescription for free access to park services. And look at the people running it. Oh my gosh. Affirmative action everywhere, including at the Fed. You know, the central bank that controls America in certain ways? They have a black woman. They're touting, the New York Slimes touting, the first black woman in charge of a local Fed. What a mess. Is it going to be loosey-goosey? We shall see. And a mixed Asian-American woman. One for China, not for America. Not for America. What a mess. And I have a little, um, a couple of campaign videos, if you will, for the Texas governor race. Very interesting. All that and your calls, you can call in. 888-775-3773. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh. How you guys doing? I am fine. $30 million for free crack pipes is fake news. That's disinformation. <laughs> so, how you guys doing? <laughs> you guys in the chat. So messy. I like to watch the live chat. You can chat on YouTube, on Facebook, DLive, Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E, and other platforms. I am even watching the Twitter chat. We're live on Twitter. Formerly Periscope when it was better. It used to be better when it was Periscope. But then Twitter bought it and then took it over and made it inferior. Isn't that always the way? Sometimes these corporate takeovers are not to improve things. Commie capitalism. Am I right? I think it's kind of commie capitalism. Some of you guys disagreed or were 
baffled by my term commie capitalism. That's when the uh, capitalists are communists. Commie capitalism. Communism, capitalism, a stepping stone to communism. Because the, the capitalists, the, glo- the uh, global corporations, are anti-God. And communism is anti-God. I don't know, you could just say anti-God, anti-white, anti-family. Just evil. Evil. Trying to take over the world. That's what I call it. But it doesn't really matter what you call it. It's evil versus good, right? Yeah. So, um, by the way, Jesse Lee Peterson will be on a God's Learning Channel episode, 4 p.m. today. I'm kind of excited about it. JLP takes calls. Those are always fun. That was from the 2004, way over in Odessa, Texas, I believe. God's Learning Channel with the great Al Cooper and his wife, Tommy. Tommy Cooper, his wife, Al. Uh, And yesterday, Bond Archive Sunday service was cool. Bond Archive Sunday service. I'm in charge as, as my other job of putting out the archive content, and I do recommend it. So anyway, let me tell you a little bit about this phony liberal idea of harm reduction. And that's how this trend, hashtag crack pipe Biden, was trending on Twitter. And Twitter made sure the publisher Twitter, not a platform, They pretend to be a platform, keep you on a short leash, but you only have the illusion of freedom. There are people getting their websites deplatformed. Americans getting their websites taken down. And they have to go onto foreign servers and change their domain name and everything. It's ridiculous. And that's not even Twitter. That's just the whole commie capitalist culture against whites, against uh, independent thinkers against Christians. What a shame. Yeah, it's a shame. Shout out to the internet. So, I saw this Twitter, I saw this trending thing on Twitter, Twitter trending list, and it said crack pipes, crack pipe, and they put the capital K for some reason, Biden, trending on Twitter. Newly, and then Twitter explains, newly announced U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, And isn't one of the heads of Health and Human Services, the transgender guy, drug harm reduction grants can be spent on pre-approved resources such as safe smoking kits, which typically include a rubber mouthpiece to prevent cuts and burns on your mouth. Well, not yours because you don't smoke crack, right? Brass screens to filter contaminants and disinfectant wipes, according to the Washington Compost and the White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. She's that red-headed ginger get-circle-back-to-you-lying woman. Evil. Obama holdover. Communist. With the pink communist Russia hat. And Russia I like, but her, no, I don't like. <laughs> okay, I like her. But not for being secretary of the press. What a mess. So, some people are sharing this Washington compost Headline, which is oddly specific. Anytime you see a fact check that seems oddly specific or a little bit out of kilter from what you're hearing, it seems to be overly 
um, overly like an intellectual way of denying the truth. No, the federal government isn't spending $30 million on quote-unquote crack pipes. <laughs> Which is a kind of like, I seem to remember fa- quote-unquote fact checks when Trump said, they're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. Well, all of that is factual, what Trump said, referring to the people coming across the border from Mexico. But they said, Trump said all Mexicans are rapists. Uh, no, he did not. No, he did not. He said they're rapists. And some, I assume, are good people. <laughs> Jen Saki is your sister, Hake. Whatever. No, she's not. Hair protector included? Asks <laughs> nine or three thousand. Well, this is the same thing. Uh, it may indeed include what they call glass stems. The Daily Edge tweeted out, Sick, vicious Republicans claim to care about stopping drug overdose deaths, but when the Biden actually does something to save lives, the hateful GOP pushes disgusting trends like hashtag crack pipe Biden. And they share the Washington Compost fact check headline. And it shows a picture of a glass thing. And they focus on the crack. Racist. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because crack cocaine, as opposed to powder cocaine, I heard from the mainstream media that the blacks are into the crack. Crack kills. What a shame, huh? Conservative figures have launched an online furor this week claiming the government planned to spend $30 million on pipes for smoking crack cocaine. Writes Mary Cornfield with a K. And Mariana Alfaro. So two women right in the Washington compost. Give me a break. I saw this tweet. Uh, this, I saw this fourth tweet from uh, Damir Mandik. And he shares a picture of one of those safe smoking kits. Maybe not necessarily the one the government's hanging, handing out, but some of these safe smoking kits, he says, and I have a picture of this, uh, this fourth one, yes, glass pipe. For those believing the new lie coming out of the media in the White House that a safe smoking kit does not include a pipe, and so they're just focusing on the pipe aspect of it. <laughs> Give me a break. When in reality, they are, yes, enabling and subsidizing and... Uh, giving you free stuff to get high. An example of a safe smoking pit kit that does have a pipe in it. Put crack in it, and it is a crack pipe, this one guy says. And if, when I zoom into this little thing, it's difficult to read, but it says, arms, your arms are the safest place to inject. Uh, back of hand, the veins in your hand are very fragile, So, inject slowly. Give them extra time to heal. Whoa! Try to avoid legs, feet, breasts. What the heck? Dangerous wrists, neck, groin. Whoa! And worse. Yikes. Yikes. Too gross. And I looked further into it, even into what the Washington Compost shared. They linked to this... HRI.global. 
HRI.global is short for Harm Reduction International. That's their website. Harm Reduction. Such a female thing. It reminds me of listening to um, the Second Amendment debate at the Men's History Month a few years ago. I want to say it was a few years ago. Men's History Month free speech forum, open forum, town hall forum, in which Destiny appeared and uh, that black guy appeared at this thing. It was during the August Men's History Month of a couple of years ago, I want to say. Destiny versus uh, Savage Travis, he was there, but also against um, that black guy, Brandon Tatum, former cop. Brandon Tatum. And Destiny, I think this was the gun control debate. This was before, I think, the uh, Vincent James debate on uh, Vincent, real Vincent James debated Destiny also, also known as Stephen Bennell, on the gun control stuff too. And this Destiny guy, whom I have debated too, Stephen Bennell, he said he wants to reduce harm. Such a typical female-minded way of thinking. This is the same kind of thinking that hands out condoms at churches and schools. Here, kids, you're gonna have sex anyway. Here's some free condoms. That's that type of thing. Thinking. Misguided. Rather than deal with the root, they deal with the symptoms. And such female thinking. Female-minded. Males think female-minded too, by the way. FYI. That's why you have this. Uh, The distribution of safer smoking kits, which can include glass stems. That would be a pipe. (laughs) Rubber mouthpiece, brass screens, lip balm, disinfectant wipes. The use of improvised pipes made from plastic bottles or aluminum cans can lead to lung damage, inhalation of carcinogenic fumes, and other things. Pipe distribution programs can also encourage safer drug-taking practices. So these liberals are advocating for that. Duh! And that's part of this whole PDF briefing paper that from April of 2019 from Harm Reduction International and COACT. Expertise in drug use and HIV. And they talk about needles, syringe programs. You know, they're already giving out free needles to people in, like, San Francisco, where people can't even leave their cars locked up. They have to, like, open their cars wide open, according to one viral story. And say, oh, I have nothing in here. Drug consumption rooms, housing, free housing, without the requiring abstinence, free housing, without requiring abstinence from illicit drugs, which they shouldn't even offer free housing at all. Harm reduction for stimulant use in sexual contexts, and they talk about uh, degenerate fake sexual activity. I call it fake because it's not the real thing that creates life, right? It leads to death. So sick, huh? So gross, so wrong. Substitution therapies. If, if pot is a gateway to these hard drugs, maybe it's also a gateway from these hard drugs, some say. Oh, pot helped me overcome my addiction to crack. Or cocoa leaves. Coca leaves? I don't know. Or, or other pharmaceutical products. What a mess, huh? And this Harm Reduction International is pushing this failure to fund. Oh, these rich countries are failing to fund the poorer and middle-income countries. 
in their harm reduction. They just want to get, stay paid anyway. These huge, uh, gross things. 25 years these people have been around. And they're pushing for all kinds of mess, including, like, letting criminals out of jail and stuff like that. So sick. I just had to share that with you. Just, that's, and that's why I think that the Destiny guy is, he thinks kind of like a woman. Yeah, he's, he's somewhat logical sometimes. Yeah, he looks at the information and figures out, oh, he's able to express, like, the, the whites' uh, arguments, but he doesn't have the wisdom. He thinks like a woman. Harm reduction. I want to reduce harm. Therefore, you, uh, hake is cringe. <laughs> Therefore, you, um, hold people's hands and, and protect them from themselves with regard to the gun stuff. Whole lot of people committing suicide with guns, right? Oh, and gun suicides. Let's, let's red flag them. And there are re- so-called Republicans who have... <laughs> Destiny's child, as Jesse Jesse calls him. No, he stopped. (laughs) There are Republicans, including, I've heard, Trump, who supported, like, red flag laws. I don't support that. It's wrong. Red flag laws. Oh, you may be a danger to yourself or others, so let's get the cops to take away your your guns without a warrant. I'm chuckling because I see a super chat from uh, Commander Kim over there on Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at the Hake Report. Democrats really know their voter base, $30 million in free illegal crack pipes <laughs> leading up to the midterms. Where's the black outrage? Crickets. You don't expect them to be against anything like that. I remember list- watching JLP on uh, archive episodes from the 90s. Did you know that he hosted a TV show in the 90s? And it, I remember hearing him complain about, or criticize, complain, criticize black preachers, one in particular, in, in Los Angeles. I forget which one it was. Maybe like Cecil Murray or somebody. Big church, big church. They're handing out condoms at church, a black church. So the blacks don't care about what's right. (laughs) What a shame. So ridiculous. So shameful. By the way, Lin Yen Chin, I did see your last... (laughs) I did see... Put that in your pipe and smoke it, says Nick. (laughs) That's a a phrase. It's an idiom. For, uh... Think about it. I did see Lin Yen Chin's chat at the end of the YouTube saying that was funny about the super chat that I read that was purportedly from Lin Yenchen, but Lin Yenchen says that wasn't me, but it was funny. <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> so if I attribute a super chat, especially a Streamlabs super chat, to some person, don't necessarily assume that it is indeed from that person. It's kind of like when I read a, a fact check from Washington Compost or some other, some other source or the New York Slimes, if I report from the New York Slimes that uh, that Capitol officer was hit in the head with a fire extinguisher and indeed he died, well, that could be entirely false, okay? So you don't know. 
take what you hear with a grain of salt. But shout out to the people who did super chat on behalf of Lin Yen Jin. I, I appreciate the support regardless. <laughs> Man, what a shame. Uh, speaking of the government meddling and being the, the mama, mama government. Canada is trying to push people outdoors. And it's interesting because there's a lot of information that gets out there put out by the government or put out by commie nonsense network CNN and elsewhere that it has some useful, somewhat useful information. You should be getting outside, for example. But this Canada outdoors thing, there's a prescription. Two hours a week. That's all it takes. And it's called P-A-R-X. P-A for PA, park, I guess, short for park. Rx. Rx is short for, like, prescription, I guess. You guys know that better than me. I don't understand it. Connect to better health through nature. A prescription worth filling. Nature prescriptions were named one of the top eight global wellness trends in 2019. No surprise, research shows kids and adults who spend more time in nature are happier and healthier. Pa Rx is breaking ground as Canada's first national evidence-based nature prescription program. And side effects may include living longer, increased energy, reduced stress and anxiety. And it has somebody cro- sitting cross-legged like they're doing a, a there's these, there's these, uh, I don't know what to call them, little emoji, not emoji, little icons. Has a white sitting cross-legged doing the eastern stuff. Anyway, better mood. Pain reduction. Improved heart health. Well, I will say, me getting outside and walking, that improved my beta back. That's for sure. Learn more about the health. But I didn't need a free pass to the national parks. I just needed to step outside my front door. And fortunately, during daylight hours, I have been and staying alert. I have kept away from black on white crime or homeless on white crime or Hispanic on white crime or whatever. White on white crime. <laughs> you know, because you step outside your front door and take a walk. If you live in South Central or somewhere, you may be taking your own life into your hands. Maybe you need to do some squats and jumping jacks indoors if you live in a dangerous neighborhood, right? And then get some sunshine on your back porch or something if you have one. And keep stay alert. Watch your back. It's dangerous out there, right? But look at the staff. This is Canada. Not one white on the staff. <laughs> this is the staff from the Canada Nature Prescription Health Staff. Just real quick, and then I will get to calls, guys. Dr. Melissa Lim, she might be part white, I can't tell. Vancouver family physician who also works in rural blah, blah, blah communities. Uh, another woman who looks like she's Indian or something and wears a head covering. Is she Muslim? I don't know. Prama Raman. Doesn't look that healthy to me, if you ask me. And then Matt Weirich, who also looks like a foreigner. The foreigners running the show over in Canada. Are they mostly foreigners now? Are whites an absolute minority in their own country of Canada now? I just found that odd. That was, that's their whole staff, at least the whole key staff. Man, what a shame. And they kind of encourage this deadbeat kind of life for the people who are 
uh, who are native-born Americans and native-born Canadians. I'm talking about me, I'm talking about the people, the normal whites. What a mess. Anyway, um, let me get to Mark in Santa Monica. Mark, how are you doing? Very good, sir. How are you, Mr. Haig? Fine. Thank you. Yes, uh, I've been trying to get on all week. I wanted, I have two quick things. One, uh, since this is Black History Month, I think I want to put a name forward. Maybe a lot of your audience uh, isn't familiar with. Speak up. Are you you sound audience? muffled and or far away from your phone or something. Okay, hold on. What in the world? Is that better? No, that's wor- that-, that sounds kind of worse. I don't know. Be on regular okay. phone, Mark. What the heck? How about that? That's much better. Thank you. Okay, now I can barely hear you. But anyway, um, the okay, I wanted to go into Bar- Bayard Rustin. He was a homosexual, a communist, and the organizer of the March on Washington where King made his famous speech. He was arrested in Pasadena in a men's restroom having Shameful. sex with a young boy. So that's who you're here, um, the civil rights people's heroes. That's one of them. And on a commercial that I recently saw, they actually, uh, you know, promoted him or defended his perversion. Uh, Bayard Rustin saying he was openly gay, but they didn't mention the fact that he was arrested for having sex in a bathroom in Pasadena in 1949. So I just wanted to put that out there. Okay. Well, thank you, man. Okay. Can I say one other thing? Hey, real quick. Yeah, the um, blacks are 13% of the population and are in 97% of the TV commercials. Oh, so, yeah, I know. Talk about overrepresented. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, it's it's a kiss-up culture. Yeah, they're guilt-ridden whites, and that's the problem. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, man. So, thank you, sir. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. I've seen this guy before, Bayard Rustin, 1912 to 1987, 75 years old, died at 87, died in 87, 1987. Uh, what a mess. What a sick world. That's pretty gross. Okay. Um, <laughs> Speaking of affirmative action, let me show you some affirmative action at the Fed. I think I mentioned this in passing in Hake News at the end of our one of the Jason Lee, ever two, I think, of the Jason Lee Peterson show. Susan M. Collins, not to be confused with the Maine rhino, the rhino from the state of Maine, Susan Collins, the white woman, so-called white, I guess. Black woman at the Boston Fed. I have a picture of her in a headline from the failing New York Slimes. She's a University of Michigan female economist selected to lead the Boston Fed, becoming the first black woman. Susan M. Collins, the first black woman. And look at her. Did they lighten up this picture or is she pretty light-skinned black? She looks as lighter, lighter than Colin Powell. Was Colin Powell Jamaican too? This woman's Jamaican. Jamaican hyphen American according to her, to first black woman, and they capitalize the B in the word black, but it's lowercase, 
lowercase b for black, to lead a regional Federal Reserve Bank. And we don't even like the Federal Reserve, do we? Or does anybody like the Federal Reserve? Press 1 if you like the Federal Reserve. Press 2 if you dislike it. Press 3 if it, you just got to deal with it. The Failing New York Slimes, February 9th, by Gianna or G- Smilek article. This is what she writes. The Federal Reserve Bank of Boston has selected Susan M. Collins, University of Michigan. I see one, two. I don't see any much response. <laughs> uh, a University of Michigan economist and administrator as its new president, making her the first black woman to lead a regional reserve bank in the Fed system's 108-year history. Oh, I do see a lot of twos. Okay. <laughs> I see a three. Snow Goose says we just got to deal with it. Jim Justice. I mean, obviously, right? Obviously. Uh, Ms. Collins is a provost and executive vice president of academic affairs at the University of Boston, I think. Yo, University of Michigan, sorry. Will be one of 12 regional reserve bank presidents within the Fed system and will vote on monetary policy in 2022. No love for the grubby Fed. (laughs) That's true. Ms. Collins identifies as Jamaican-American, a hyphenated American. We normal Americans don't like these hyphenated Americans. Am I right? I'm pretty sure I'm right. By the way, she looks light-skinned. She will add to the diversity of the Fed, writes the New York Slimes, at a moment when it is moving away from its heavily white and male makeup in the past. By the way, that's, she's not the first black female who's associated with the Fed so far. Lisa Cook is a Michigan State University economist, female economist, who is a black female. Has been nominated as a Fed governor, but yet to be confirmed. Raphael Bostick, Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta president, was the first black male, black ever to lead a reserve bank. So now they're putting a black woman, replacing the white man... With the black woman. Light-skinned black. She got that white mind. (laughs) No, I don't know. What a mess, though, huh? What a mess. The 1913 Federal Reserve Act, writes Slam Free Poetry, gave a private bank power to create money. Except you don't actually create money. You print it, and then that's, you're cheapening money. But then it's like an illusion, so people can go for it, and then prices rise, and then it's a big mess. <sighs> Terrible, huh? That's gross. And why do they kiss up like that? Anyway, um... <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, by the way, I got some messages from a couple of Super Chats from uh, Big Bump. He states, correction from yesterday, Tony from California is a liar, per Big Bump, who is at least as trustworthy, if not more so, than your average fact checker. Tony is a liar. There isn't one credible nor incredible report that the NRA financially supported Rittenhouse. But there is a Tony. (laughs) 
Because yesterday, Tony from California called in. You know, he's that black... He is a black trucker who is not a logical man. There are many black truckers who are actually pretty logical, who call into my show and Jesse Lee Peterson show. Truckers. Some of the best people, right? For some reason, they listen to uh, YouTube Live and podcasts, so they catch the Jesse Lee Peterson show, they catch the Hake Report. That's cool. Uh, Truckers. Shout out to the truckers. Except for Tony. Tony from California. He claimed, Kyle Rittenhouse was funded by the NRA. Well, first of all, they should have funded him because Kyle Rittenhouse is an innocent man, falsely smeared by many to this day. But, uh... The NRA are a bunch of rhinos. And I'm a lifetime member. I, to this I, day! I've supported, even to this day, I've supported the NRA. But there are other, there are other um, gun rights, Second Amendment, pro-Second Amendment places that are uh, much more based, but they are more underground. I'm blanking on the name. And... Oh, man, I, I can't think of it. But, guys, tell me a good gun rights place. Um, gun rights, by place, I mean organization. There is a... It's on the tip of my tongue. But anyway. Say, tell me in the chat, and I'll let you know. Anyway, also, on the crack pipe issue, Mama will allow you to do wrong as long as you are under her roof. I've literally seen it hundreds of times. Yeah, Gun Owners of America. Thank you. I think that's the one. Gun owners of America. Yes, indeed. I'm seeing it everywhere now <laughs> in the chat. Uh, yeah, that is so true. You've heard it in church with Jesse Lee Peterson. Mama, letting the uh, kids, so-called kids, adults in many cases, but high schoolers too, have sex under their roof, under mama's roof, be- including Christian mothers, because it's better than having them do it in a dangerous place, like in the car or something like that. So wrong. Enabling evil. That's that harm reduction, phony stuff. GOA, Gun Owners of America, is greater than the NRA. Yes, I do support Gun Owners of America. NRA has a lot of problems internally. I will always appreciate, though, Wayne LaPierre. I don't know how solid of a guy he is on the whole, but he's all the way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. And he helped bring the, um, that based Jewish guy, I think he's based, I don't know, some people are leery of him, Stephen Miller of the White House, of uh, the Trump White House, he was a Trump guy, Stephen Miller, he's the bald guy, he's in his mid-30s, pretty cool guy. Pretty solid on the immigration situation. He was born to a Jewish liberal family. Over here, went to like Santa Monica High School, I think. And he was liberal, and then he started reading Guns and Ammo magazine, Wayne LaPierre. And he became conservative, started calling uh, that guy who ran for governor, black uh, radio show host who called him, who ran for governor to replace him, but... To replace the beta governor. Uh, but he's a solid, so he became a solid guy who would pl- stand for the pledge, stand alone for the Pledge of Allegiance, speak against the immigration situation. So he was a s- pretty solid guy. 
So I appreciate Wayne LaPierre for helping uh, change some of the liberal Jews' minds. Right? That's cool. Let me get to George once again. It's been a little while. In Manitoba, Canada. Good thing I know that Manitoba is in Canada. I would be like, where? Where is that? Africa? Africa? <laughs> George, how are you doing? Hi, hey, how are you doing, sir? Doing well. Larry Elder was the guy who uh, Stephen Miller used to call. Yeah, it's good to hear from you, George. Thank you, sir. What's up? So, hey, listen, I have a question for you. Okay. So, yesterday you guys were talking, or you were talking regarding the 21-year-old who had sued uh, and won her lawsuit regarding the honking, and then you had made a comment. But do you remember that conversation? Yeah, I remember mentioning that Canada is being kind of overrun and turned over on its head. It's even worse off than America, seemingly. Yes, yeah. And, and so my question to you is this, is that you said the thing that Keith that sparked me to phone you today is you said overrun. What exactly do you mean by that, and how do you mean, like, overrun? Your phone is breaking up a bit, but I'm going to try to, I think I heard, I caught what you're saying. Not talking about Jason Miller, I'm talking about Stephen Miller. Difference, guys, I'm just looking in the chat. Some people think he's, I'm talking about Jason Miller. No, the fat guy? No. Anyway, uh... How do I know that Canada is overrun? Yes, yes. And what do I mean by overrun? Yes, by whom? Overrun by so-called immigrants and anchor babies, or I don't know if they have anchor baby policy, but so-called immigrants and their children overrun by communists, people who don't actually believe in freedom, and uh, the normal, there are, I would imagine that the normal native white Canadian people, I would bet that close to half, if not even more than half, would not be for the direction that Canada is going with its uh, feminist, male feminist uh, prime minister. That's why they tried to recall the male feminist prime minister. Oh, and, and I completely agree with you, and that is the reason why I'm calling you, is no one is saying that. Absolutely, Canada is being completely overrun. Wow. We're, the, I mean, the, the whites are becoming a minority. Yeah. And, are they already a minority, or is it, are they becoming? Truthfully speaking, I do not know, statistically speaking, yeah. but you, you go out in the streets, you go out to any location, restaurant, uh, coffee shop, uh, anywhere, and you are literally a minority. Yeah. Uh, it, it reminds me of Trump. There was this viral video of, that appeared in Place Boeing's YouTube channel. Trump said, I wouldn't go to France because France is no longer France. France I agree. is no longer France. And that's Absolutely. what's happening to seemingly every white country. Yes. Is, yes. It, is, yes. It, yes. is it white's fault? Are we too accepting of the other cultures and too trusting or something? What is wrong with us? <laughs> I, I think that our, our immigration policies are out of, out of control, and, yeah. and there's not a, not a tighter cap, and they just keep on bringing more and more and more, and I'm not too sure why or what the, what the reason behind it is. Yeah, I agree. But uh, I, I also want to say, I'm not too sure if you know about this, but you're, well, not your, but the, the evil Gretchen Whitmer, Whitmer, I can't pronounce her name properly, from uh, Michigan. Gretchen Whitmer, had, yeah. Yes. 
she actually has called uh, an end to the convoy because of the, the, the Windsor Bridge or Ambassador Bridge, I think it is, is closed down right now uh, because of the, 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 the convoy protest. She and called, I'm all supportive she called, of this. She called for an end to what? To the protest uh, of the uh, Ambassador Bridge that links uh, Canada to the United States uh, from Detroit. Oh, Oh, yeah, she, I mean, she's not for those protests anyways, because she is a... Not at all. Yeah, she's... Not at all. ...evil. Yes. The, the whites and, and, wanted... Okay, I, the whites, or at least the FBI, wanted to kidnap her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I read about that. Yep. <laughs> Terrible. But uh, can I give a shout-out to all the fellow Canadians who are, are, are in, in favor of freedom and, and our charter of rights and the respect of individual choices? Absolutely. And I, I would hope that... I would hope that all, every Canadian uh, would stand up for this because this is a historic time in our history that if this fails, we're, we're, we're going to be failed as, as a Canadian uh, uh, country. We really are. Yeah. We have to, we have to all um, put, put, like, I don't want to use the term put God first because, but that's what, I, that's what we have to do. I don't like I, to I use agree. that phrase because it sounds... The APU, my my liberal Christian college, that's what their headline, their motto was, God first. And they don't put God first, they put women and gays and blacks first. <laughs> yes, anyway. yes, I know, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But, Crazy. Uh, and I, also, I also want to give one more shout-out, if I can, to, to your one of your callers. His name is Luca from Indianapolis. Uh, he's also a fellow Croatian. I'm Croatian as well. And, and uh, so I just want to say that to, if I can to him. Uh, yeah, All right. It's nice to hear another Croatian talk to him. So. He's the one who talked about the Croatian genocide or something like that. Or Cro- Croatian I don't, I don't, Holocaust. I don't, yeah, yeah. I remember, uh, I don't remember that specific conversation, but uh, I do yeah. remember him saying that he used to be a beta and, and he's divorced now and a true liberal, but Whew. you know, he, he should be a conservative. So I'm glad that he's changed his, his, his opinion and thoughts. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, it's good to hear well, from you, George. You. Thank you, Hake. You take it easy, and, and God bless Canada and America, and hopefully our freedom will we'll, we'll pursue. Yeah, indeed. Thanks again, man. Thank you. Bye. All right. A couple more Super Chats, guys. Aedric. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's kind of bugging me. A-E-D-R-I-C. A-E-D-R-I-C. Aedric. What a cool name, though. Uh, gave the super chat. Hake, please take Jeremiah's call today. I don't think I got to him yesterday. I tried to, but I think he hang- he hanged up. He hung up. <laughs> He's one of the greatest unintentional comedians of our time. We was kangs, says Adric. Wow. Based America first with the super chat on odd- on streamlabs.com slash the Hake report. 86 degrees outside? Turn on the AC. That's what he says. And indeed, it's this morning. It was almost it was like almost seventy degrees, and now it's seventy nine degrees out here. There's a heat advisory, National Weather Service heat advisory and wind advisory for uh, SoCal through Sunday, I think. And uh, tomorrow is supposed to be get up to eighty eight. Wow. Tuesday maybe rain. Anyway. Wow. Global warming is real then, huh? 83 already in Huntington Beach, HB. Yeah. In fact, it is a little bit warm r- right now. 
Dare I ask for AC so soon? It is 9.44 a.m. here in Los Angeles. Dare I ask for the AC so quickly? <laughs> Your girlfriend with the super chat. Yes, let's turn on the AC, please. Hey, turn on the AC! Please. We are opening the vent. Uh, thank you, Nicolas. Hopefully. Uh, get your blanket out, out, out there. I remember when I was producer of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, Andre, the Armenian, was the board operator, and he would turn on the AC, and I would put on two because it would get cold out there, but it was hot in here. This is the studio. Your girlfriend with a super chat on odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at the Hague Report, is Jen Saki. Hat or not? Do you believe she's a real redhead? Uh, uh, she's, I guess she's mildly attractive. I don't know. But not on the inside. She's evil. Evil on the inside. Not a beauty on the inside. Taking care of business states Jen Psaki is not a redhead. Her family is Greek and Polish. Not a normal white says your girlfriend. And you can tell that I look at her hair and it looks awfully like seems to have changed colors over the years. Maybe it maybe she is a natural bit of a redhead or or something like that, but the color of red that it is right now, it's kind of like when I saw for the first time uh the movie about Wyatt Earp, maybe? Or who was it that I watched? But with Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner plays like he's some young person, and he, Kevin Costner, the actor, he's naturally like a dirty blonde, I think, and they dyed his hair so like reddish, and this was like a 90s, early 90s movie, and that looked so fake in the sunlight. That's how I see Jen Psaki's hair. That doesn't look quite right. Let your gray come out. I got gray in my beard. A little bit of gray and white hairs in my beard. Speckled in there. It's a sign of wisdom. Or it once used to be. What a shame that old age no longer represents wisdom. It's no wonder the young whippersnappers no longer respect their elders. He tortures everyone in the studio with his dragon breath. Oh, man, I, I dare not ask. I dare not even ask for feedback on that. What a mess. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Gretchen Whitmer. Oh, Gretchen Whitmer is not a normal white. Okay, yeah, true. Yeah, she's not. She's not even a normal face. <laughs> she, she got, like, her face is mess. Her face, Gretchen Whitmer's face, looks like <laughs> like, um, well, I mean, I've said it many times before, Bruce Jenner. She looks like Bruce Jenner because I think that she, I suspect that she's had plastic surgery. Which, I don't really support it, except for, like, very minor, if you've had some maiming thing or been burned or something. Yeah, in that case, you can do it. Because, you know, you want to look presentable. You don't want people to cringe every time they look at you. But, uh... No, oh, Gretchen Whitmer. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Let me get to Joe in Portland, Oregon. He says Jen Psaki is not attractive. Joe, 
How are you doing? Hey. Hey. Good. How are you doing, man? Doing doing well. Thank you. Nice. I uh, just wanted to comment on your question about is Jen Psaki attractive? My answer would be no, because women that are in positions of power, women that are uh, assertive and aggressive, as she is, are not attractive whatsoever. Women should be submissive, and they should never be in the type of position she's in. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. That's partly why I said on the inside she is not. In fact, I don't yeah. even really like the that skinny, uh, sort of mildly pretty one from, uh, what is it, South Dakota or North Dakota. There's a female so-called Republican governor of one of the Dakotas, and people are like, oh, her for, her for president. I'm like, no. She was there when Trump spoke at the... Uh, Mount Rushmore over 4th mm-hmm. of July in 2020, I want to say. She, yeah. no, uh-uh, not good. Because I, yeah, I don't like these good. people running the show. It's, it's, it's wrong. I don't, I don't even like them being the mouthpiece necessarily. They do that yeah. as a ploy, and Trump did it a lot. He, you know, he's, he cherishes women, so he puts women in, in power. Like, he props up his daughter, who's uh, reasonably smart, but she's a liberal, and she married yeah. a, she married that Jewish guy Jared Kushner, and she turned yeah. Jewish. <laughs> yeah, um, it's not right. Yeah, I don't like I don't like this propping up the women stuff. That's not good. Not yeah. good for them, and it's not good for anybody. I agree completely. Women shouldn't even have the right to vote. Yeah, I agree. We, we need to take that away from them. I saw and this. The only job. Go ahead. The only jobs that women should have is if they're single and, you know, things like maybe, uh, I don't know, seamstress or cashiers or waitresses or something like that. Yeah, stewardess. But, uh, ne- yeah, stewardess. Something where they're waiting on men, but never <laughs> in a position of power, ever. They should never be in those positions where they're making decisions yeah. because they're just, their minds just don't work that well like that. Can you believe it? We have uh, black women who are invading uh, the Fed. Light-skinned. Light-skinned black. That means they're radicals. Because the light-skins yeah. are often, like, even worse than the darks. Yeah, because they're all confused. Yeah, because they're bitter. Um, they have a chip on their shoulder. They've been mistreated by the darkers. And uh, they hate the whites. They hate their white yep. fathers or white mothers. So it's a big mess. Big mess. Yeah, ne- <laughs> yeah. Bl- blacks should never all. They, they shouldn't be in positions of power either. Just be <laughs> I mean, yeah, men. it's supposed That's to be a. Job. It's supposed to be a wh- white country. We were the ones who okay, made it. Yeah. So great. I mean, th- our forefathers, yep. anyway. I don't know about us. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it was, wh- white men did all the work. Yeah. As usual. And we knew how to direct the work of the labor of, <laughs> of the blacks, too. Um, yeah. They picked the good cotton. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. They did very well at that. Yeah. Making sure the cotton got picked. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. All right, brother. You take it easy. All right. Um, real quick, before I get back to calls... This is, uh, in the last several minutes of the, this first hour, I'm going to talk about China. Oh, my gosh. 
But first, let me play for you a couple of... These are campaign videos, okay? Well, one is a campaign video, and the other is um, an interview, a friendly interview. And um, just because we talked yesterday, I spoke with Bobby from Texas. He wants to vote for Alan West, Colonel Alan West, former representative out of Florida, who's moved to Texas, and then he became the... Uh, he was voted in as the Republican Party chair, head of the Republican Party out of the state of Texas. But there is also a, um, there's also a, another guy who's running out of Texas who is uh, a former state senator, state senator, not to be confused with U.S. senator out of Texas. And I want to play for you. That guy, first clip, let's see, what is this? Did I even put it in the folder? Yeah, clip uh, 12, I want to play first. Is it Huffines or Ruffines? <laughs> let me let Tucker Carlson uh, pronounce this guy's, this man's name. This is Tucker Carlson interviewing this uh, former state senator, and this guy was promoted, I first heard him of him in the chat, and the super chats, on Odyssey over here with uh, my resident history buffs, history experts. This is Tucker Carlson interviewing a, a man who's running for governor out of Texas, and this was from August of 2021, I believe, several months back. Listen to this brief interview. Now, several candidates are running to replace him as governor. One of them is Don Huffines, a former state senator. He joins us tonight with his plan to fix the border. Don, thanks so much for coming on. So if elected, how will you handle what is a legitimate crisis at the southern border? Well, Tucker, you and I both know that the federal government's never going to secure the border. They never have and they never will. Right. This clearly is an invasion. And I can tell you, I will never ask permission from the federal government to secure the Texas border. I'm going to use the United States Constitution. That's Article 1, Section 10 which clearly gives states the authority to defend themselves from an invasion. I'm going to engage all the Texas military, our National Guard, 20,000 or more, and we're going to secure the whole river. And if anyone gets across, we're going to immediately take them back to the other side and send them right. back home. Nice. And you, and most people don't realize we have 25 bridges, Tucker, over the river. I'm going to make sure we stop all inbound commercial traffic from Mexico. And this is strategic to make sure we put the economic pressure on Mexico so they secure their side of the river. I love Mexico, but let me tell you, they're being a very bad neighbor. We need to finish the wall. I don't care if you call it Trump wall or Texas wall. I'm going to build hundreds of miles of it. I'm going to spend billions of dollars doing it because we need to spend the money. That's a good trade. We sp Texas taxpayers spend a lot more than that every year. And look, this could have been done seven years ago or seven days ago. The only chance I could set is if a courageous governor, and Lord knows we don't have one right now, and we need to get a new one. And, that, and I can tell you that I'm going to do in 30 days what no one's ever done in 30 years, and that is to secure the border. It's not, I mean, it's not complicated. Countries around the world do it with no technology and tiny budgets. It just takes will. We, Unfortunately, we don't. I, I would at some point. I would love to get a straight answer for why Greg Abbott, who I, I think seems like a good guy, he's no liberal or anything, but he hasn't done this and he hasn't done it on purpose. 
And I think it's very odd, and it's, it's kind of wrecking our country. So um, I hope you or someone else does do it, and I appreciate your coming on tonight. Don Huffines, thank you very much. Don Huffines. That was Don Huffines, and he wants to replace whom I consider a rhino, Greg Abbott, who is the wheelchair-bound guy. A tree, freak accident tree fell on him when he was out for a jog when he was, like, in college or something. And uh, he was getting money from that, too, by the way. But Greg Abbott, some people are happy with him. And, in fact, you're about to hear from a man who campaigned for Greg Abbott, the governor, clip 11, but this guy is changing his mind. This person who's campaigning for, who campaigned previously for Greg Abbott, he's changed his mind and now he's campaigning for a name that you may be more familiar with, Alan West, Colonel Alan West, who uh, Bobby from Texas likes. But some people are saying Don Huffines is better. I don't know. Here is the campaign video for Alan West. And it is that that conser- supposedly conservative rocker guy. Here it is. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Ted Nugent, full-time. I'm addicted to freedom. I got this We the People thing going on. It's perfect, and it only exists in the United States of America. That's why I moved to Texas, because I demand real freedom. And you know what? We have a pretty good governor down here in Greg Abbott. I worked hard to get him elected. But if you were a pretty good bass player, you couldn't be in my band. Pretty good doesn't cut it during this culture war. We need a warrior that stands up for freedom and will not compromise. That's why I'm on the campaign trail with Colonel Allen West. This guy will stand up with constitutional accountability. And we're going to show the rest of the nation and the world what real freedom and why those words in the Constitution have meaning and iron. Colonel Allen West will fight for those constitutional rights. And I'm going to continue to celebrate the American dream. I am Lieutenant Colonel Allen West, and I approve this message. Wow. So, make up your mind, people. (laughs) Allen West. It's kind of odd that Allen West moved from Florida to Texas. But he's right that we do need to save Texas, because Texas is... They've been pushing for a long time to turn Texas blue. So if you want to find out about Don Huffines, you go to donhuffines.com, D-O-N-H-U-F-F-I-N-E-S.com, and it does work. He's one person who isn't forced out of the country, and then the West, letter, uh, West number four, texas.com. Brandon M. with the Super Chat states, Alan West is nice, but what does he know what's best for Texas after living here for a total of maybe two years? Nah, I'll take a native Texan, Huffines. That's Brandon M. Thank you, Brandon M., for the super chat. Uh, what a mess. What a mess. I'm looking at taking care of business, talking about people, various females doing all kinds of, uh, Uh, Asmodor states with a super chat, I don't want any governor for any reason ever that wasn't born in Texas to a multi-generational Texan family. That seems like a nice rule. We got, they got an outsider problem, invader problem from other states, including Joe Rogan. Give me a break, liberal. 
and uh, from uh, south of the border, from other countries. And uh, not just from Mexico, through Mexico, from other countries. Whole lot of mess. Whole lot of mess. So, you guys uh, look into it, you Texans. I'm going to get to more of your calls, guys. Hang tight. We will answer. But we are at the top of the hour. It's 10.01 here in, in Los Angeles. And uh, I want to share another song for you. Oh, oh, should I play this Chinese song for you? <laughs> this is a song from 2007 from a, a man who's probably bigger in terms of following than, than uh, Michael Jackson, Andy Lau, actor slash singer. And the... Tr- Title of this song is Everyone is No for number, short for number, one. Number one. Everyone is number one. <laughs> Isn't that communist? Or no? Uh, kind of. Uh, enjoy, guys. It's only about four or five. I'll get to your calls. And we will get to the rest of our two. Andy Lau. Everyone is number one. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't get banned for this or blocked for it. Uh, enjoy, guys. Everyone is number one 
笑话你一生，要迎接未来，不必等。Everyone is number one， 成功的秘诀在你肯不肯流最热的汗，用最真的心，第一名属于每个人。不害怕路上有。Music. Seriously, Hank? Hank has to be trolling. Everyone is number one. 只要你凡事不问，能不能？换你一生，要迎接未来，不必等。Everyone is number one. 成功的。<laughs> Why is it in part English? Mego Run means American, I heard. See? Hat tip America. Andy Lau, one of the four kings of canto pop. But. Canto pop, that's for Cantonese. And this was in Mandarin. What in the world? Lots going on, guys. Which of these is Bruce Lee and which one is Jackie Chan? <laughs> Seriously, Hank? I'd rather listen to what Az was torturing with us last night. Torturing us with last night. Oh, yeah. The Crypto Report. Is this BTS? No. We do not play that Korean mess. We only play quality music. Now I know why the Japanese slaughtered so many Chinese in World War II, says Moonshine. <laughs> Egg rolls, anyone? What did I just walk into? Every, everyone is number one. <laughs> gimp, gimp trophies for all. Yeah, that's right, Dan Clifton. Spare us, please. Hate collecting social credits. What the? Uh... Indeed. Only here for the music. I love Asian stuff, says Matt. The American. Wow. Lots of mess going on, guys. Well, thank you for bearing with me through that. Chinese love Adidas. Yeah, true. Um, some more super chats, guys. Asmodor states about going back to the Texas thing. And I played the China thing because there's this Chinese so-called American woman who played skiing. Played skiing? She skied for China. But China doesn't allow dual citizenship. Based? Very odd situation. She grew up in America. I'll tell you about that. But Asmodor states, Ted Nugent and Alan West are decent guys and all, but basically you've got a Michigander posing, pushing a Floridian, Michigander, Ted Nugent, pushing a Floridian, Alan West, to govern Texans. Yeah. And actually, I think Bobby said uh, Alan West was born in, like, Georgia or something. But anyway... All hat, no cattle. Huffines is the better choice regardless. Um, taking care of business says, The Hake Report, are you ordering an online Asian wife now? No way. No sir. No sir, Bob. 
Japanese suicide are higher than transmissions. Yeah, probably. Japanese suicide. It was Japanese. Chinese suicide is insane, too, I hear. I heard that Apple, was the Apple building throwing up suicide nets to catch them when they tried to jump out the window? I could be mistaken. Um, evil stuff going on. You know, let me get to Luca out of Indiana. Luca, how you doing? Everyone is number one. <laughs> Were you familiar with one of the four, with the four kings of Canto Pop, Andy Lau, no. Mr. China himself? No, but I watch a lot of anime, so I'm used to their tone-deaf singing. <laughs> it was actually better than most of your music you play. Well, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, um, I think that song came out, it, it was played, I think, for the China Ol- Beijing Olympics from 2008. That's why it made, that's what made me Sounds think of like it. I'm like, oh, let me play that song. Nice. <laughs> I got to give a shout out to your other caller, George, the other Croatian. I thought I was the only one. Oh, okay. Nice. Croatians. And there's a girl in your Croatians you another Croat. There's a girl named Tara in your chat. She's also Croatian, so Okay. It, it warms my heart to see that there's still some of us left after all that genocide. <laughs> yeah, I know. That wasn't a very... If- How come all these genocides always end with a whole bunch of people who are those people saying, oh, we were genocided, when in reality, you guys are still around? Yeah. Not an effective we're genocide. Just, no, I'm, I'm, around now. I'm being facetious because you shouldn't kill people. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and you shouldn't also try to make them a minority in their own country. Side yeah, note. Croatia number one. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Luca. It's good to hear from you, man. Yeah, great, great job. Keep it up. Have a good one. All right, take care. Uh, many scri- skyscrapers have suicide nets, says Ledge Clinger. <laughs> what a name! Proper name for that. Uh, for that topic, Ledge Clinger. Um, another quick call from Cliff. First time caller in Montreal, Canada. What's up, Cliff? Hello. Hey. How's it going? Going well. How are you? Yeah, not bad. I, I just wanted to say, what the heck was that that music, man? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be funny. I thought it would be a nice conversation piece. And it's to share some Chinese culture. Man, how, how did you find that song? I'm uh, curious. One of my friends whom I grew up with, uh, he, he was really into Andy Lau. Because he's Chinese. Uh, okay. He was, he's not yeah, even yeah. an anchor, baby. He was born in Hong Kong. But, yeah, yeah that's, that's how I know. Because I was, I, I'm from there, actually. And that's, that's the type of stuff my parents would listen to. <laughs> and I'm, I was just cringing hard. <laughs> like, that's pretty the? funny. <laughs> so you listen, so you grew up on Andy Lau and Jackie Chung? Uh, yeah, exactly. I didn't really have a choice, you know. It was yeah. always in the car. Uh, yeah, but, but... It, uh, if you if you dig a bit deeper, Andy Lau is a pretty cringe guy, actually. Is he really? He started off, started off in Hong Kong, and he started making these mu- movies like that. I mean, that amputee movie was um was one of his, and then there's there's this other one where he's a bodybuilder Buddhist monk, <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was back when um I guess CGI wasn't that good, and and his muscles look really fake, oh, all latency and everything, yeah. But he's a he's a he's an interesting character. Yeah, Andy Lau. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just wanted to call in and and shout out to the uh, 
to all the Canadians calling in because, uh, yeah, you guys have to take your country back, you know? Yeah, really. I. Like, what do you think about this trucker convoy? I, I'm, I'm surprised that people aren't more for it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, back in Hong Kong, I, I grew up there, so so I, I had a um, sort of a British education type thing, but it was still it was still Hong Kong, and and it wasn't it wasn't like I we we would look to the West and we'd say, okay, these guys are about these values and everything, and then I get here and it, it seems like everyone's kind of forgotten about it, or right? I don't know. It's it's kind of sad. Yeah. yeah. They're just throwing away their freedom for a false sense of safety. Yeah, I, I don't think they know what they're getting themselves into. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I mean, surely, like, surely it should mean more to be Canadian or American than something on your passport. You know I what know. I mean? Because, because, like, I even even though I have the citizenship, I I don't consider myself Canadian. Yeah. You know. I'm always going to be Hong Kong slash Chinese, you know. Right. But um, but uh, y- y- these guys don't don't have that sort of concept anymore. They've completely lost that idea of what it means to be, you know, Canadian or American for that fact. I've so. heard that that's part of what happened with the downfall of Rome is people lost what it meant to be lo- Roman because they expanded so much and they had so many so-called immigrants or whatever you want to call them or people who were. Uh, colonized, if you will, that Absolutely. they just became, and they lost their morals too. They didn't have, they didn't have dignity of character and or right. strength of identity. Wow. Yeah, it's just like how Jesse says: you gotta, you gotta get to know yourself, and and you know certainly your heritage and your culture is is a part of that. You know, yeah. And if, if that's completely wiped away, and it's you're just reduced to. I don't know, just just this, this sort of this sort of. Oh, I, I'm just I'm just a person, like a blank sheet of paper. Uh, uh, yeah, I can be I can be anyone. Anyone can be American. That that doesn't really work, you know. You were born in Hong Kong, huh? That's right. Yeah, I, I was at the uh, the first church service of the year, actually. Oh, really? You came to church with Jesse Lee. That's right. That's nice. right. With my with my little brother. Okay. Uh, if you don't mind my asking, was it before or after it was handed back over to China, you know, in the late well, 90s? Uh, I was born in 96, so oh, okay. it was a year before, <laughs> oh, interesting. before the handover. Yep. Yeah. Interesting, man. Yeah. yeah, man. So to all the callers out there, if you don't want to be listening to all this music all the time... <laughs> Don't let China take over the world. Right. No, you got you to save yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Otherwise, your, your children will be growing up on this stuff. Yeah, you're going to be... Like, they'll, be, they'll be speaking Chinese to you. Yep. And they'll be cutting off their coochies and everything. Do you, do you speak both Cantonese and Mandarin or one or the other? Just out yeah, of curiosity. Uh, we, we, we speak Cantonese back home, but, but I can speak Mandarin as well. Okay. Interesting. So I understood what that guy was singing about, you know. Right. Everyone was number one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, Cliff. Uh-huh. It's good to hear from you. Call me again sometime. Cool, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, cheers. All right. Um, yeah, Jim Justice. I live, quotes this man, I live in Canada but will never be Canadian. That's what uh, Cliff said. 
and that's that's him being honest. That's how all these people are. I'll tell you about this woman um, who was born in I think she was born and raised here in America to an American like father and an Asian mother, uh, something like that. I'll I'll tell you about it. But first, let me quickly get to Bobby in Texas regarding this Texas election. Bobby, thanks for holding. What's up? What's up, buddy? How you doing? Doing well, thank you. So I I wanted to touch on that. Man, both these guys, I mean, it's kind of unfortunate we have two really great candidates running at the same time. Like, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit torn between which one I I feel like has a better message. They're both they both seem to be preaching the right the right truth out there. So you looked into that Don Huffines guy after all? Yeah, I've I've I looked into him a lot and I kinda of followed some of his stuff before and like I said yesterday he you know, he's on the right stuff. He's just I don't know that he has the that strong look, but he sounds good when he talks. He sounds like he's got the right idea, so he was tested a little bit, according to my chat, when they tried to get mm-hmm. at, go after, I think, a guy named Jake Lloyd, who was in with the Groypers, you know, the Catholic America First guys, whites, I think he, he's white, because he was smeared right. as a Nazi, and he stood up under the um, media pressure and didn't get rid of his uh, assistant or whatever that guy was, intern or something. So he's, he has faced a little bit of pressure. Um, and I mean, he's he's a politician, so I mean, he's been in, you know, he's got experience, I guess, in it. But I, I I'm of the sort that really is kind of over politicians. I'm kind of like, I understand, kind of past that. I'm kind of like to the point of I want people that are more, I don't know, action, you know, than politician. Yeah. But I want to say to somebody to these people like Brandon M, who are like a native Texan. Like, I'm a sixth-generation Texan. Like, my family settled where I live today in a covered wagon, fought Indians, you know, did the whole the whole work to become Texan. But I'll, I want you to think about, you know, the, back in when Texas was founded, there were 113 men who went and, you know, gave their lives, fought for 13 days against, I believe, something like 15 to 1,800 Mexicans. And... Not a single one of those was a native Texan. So hmm. before you, you know, turn your back on someone like that's coming in to try and fix things, you know, just remember Texas was never, uh, we were never native Texans. We took this land. We, we won this land from the Indians and the Mexicans. So right. don't, don't push them out just because they're, you know, not born in Texas. There's a lot of people that are born here that shouldn't be here that don't deserve to be Texan today. Yeah. Yeah, that's there's some truth to that for sure. Um, as he, the states, he, to, he says Alan West is a former congressman and is head of the Texas GOP. How is he not a politician? True, he's but but, but, he, also, but for some reason you don't think of him as a politician. Why? I think of him as a soldier, as someone who was actually in the armed forces that you know put his life on the line, and when he was in those armed forces. He led his troops, and he didn't sit back at HQ and, you know, dictate from a from a tent. Like, he went out and was involved in firefights. Like, he, he, he laid his life on the line for America. So that, to me, means more like than someone that, you know, has just lived his life like Biden as a politician who's, you know, basically hid from that sort of combat. You're not a fan of 
who's that guy with the with the eye patch from Texas? No, no, I don't like him. Uh, <laughs> Dan Crenshaw, you're not a fan there, of Dan yeah. Crenshaw, are you? Aren't it, wasn't he a soldier? Yeah, I don't know I, if he served in major combat. I mean, I guess well, he did Dan lose his Crenshaw. eye in a war or something. Yeah, I doubt it. But yeah, I'm uh, not a fan of him at well, all. The, the reason why I ask you that, uh, I think of Alan West as. I mean, I just, it's hard to say because he strikes me as a pretty genuine guy, but I know that he was, he is kind of like borderline establishment friendly. And I really like uh, Ted Nugent too, but he is like kind of like establishment friendly. They've popular, they've let, uh, enjoyed a certain level of cringe shock of uh, pop, popularity and um, maintaining like a PR image if you will, which, I don't know, um, the, the, lo- the more local politician type has, is more accountable to the, oftentimes, to the local voters, kind of like the great uh, Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Um, right. So, I don't know. And they do, they, I mean, they're both running the same playbook as well. So, it's, I mean, like I said, they're two, they are two great candidates. They both have good, it's the right, you know, they're both on the right path. So it's, and I, I like them both. I, I think that they both would probably do a fine job. So it's unfortunate. Good candidates running at the same time. When you really want to get rid of someone like Abbott, it's hard now the vote will be split between the, these two characters. So, and they, I believe they have to get like, they have to get 50% of the, of the uh, vote to, to cause a runoff with Abbott. Oh, so, or be evenly split or whatever. Yeah, um, I think that I think that uh, has to work to get him unseated, as or at least co- pushed out of out of the primarium or whatever. Couple more super chats from Asmodor. If my family came here as empresarios. Sorry, I don't know that word. And fought in the Texas Revolution. So Bobby's attempt at playing the heritage card is a complete non sequitur. Brandon M. says, Alan West also leaves the kitchen when it gets hot. Will he leave Texas if he, le- if he loses two? You know anything about that? I would say, didn't he? He left Florida based on redistricting, like gerrymandering where they took his district away from him. Well, so, he has, I don't know if that's why he left, but that's why he now. was ousted from his, off from office. Position, yeah. right. <laughs> I don't know if that really is relevant, but yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. Like, I wouldn't push it to to that point. And I'm not playing a heritage card. I'm just saying I've been here for as long as basically as long as Texas has been around. My family has, and you know I'm sure you know whatever. But I know that also people moved here. We're a state of immigrants. We don't play the that whole mood. Ever been like something Texas has been? You said state about. of immigrants. Yeah. Oh like, no! Was born in Texas. Say again. No one was born in Texas. You know what I mean? Like none of the people who founded Texas were Texan. Oh. Are you sure? It was Obviously. that new. It was. Yeah. It was. Taken no, from I don't know if that's it. true because Congressman's former Congressman Steve King, uh, the Anglo's. He said demographics is destiny. And so it used to belong to Mexico, according to my interview with uh, 
Stephen King of uh, Iowa, Steve King. He, wow. uh, he said that the Anglos were moving into the Texas area and doing farming and ranching and being, man- manning the land, which is what Mexico wanted help with. And eventually the Anglos outnumbered the Mexicans, and so the Anglos founded Texas. That doesn't make them a native, but that doesn't make them native Texan. They still moved to America into Texas. Like, it wasn't that they were... Then they became natives, because if they had multiple generations, those babies were born as natives to that area. Yeah, you'd have to look at, like, a uh, uh, timeline, I guess, to see how long... That was happening. It had to have been happening quite some time for the for them to take over. I don't know, but anyway, it's a I don't know my history, yeah. but uh, I couldn't tell you that. Either. But I don't like. like I don't don't use exactly that term, that state was. of immigrants. Who said? Who taught you state of immigrants? Aren't I mean, you my nation? Age? Is an America immigrant? Didn't no. we come on the Mayflower? No, we didn't. No, we didn't come on the Mayflower. No, we were Where'd born we here. You and I were, but did so not. So we're not a nation of immigrants. Here? Don't be pulling that mess. You got, you got tricked by the communists. Nation it's of like, immigrants. I know where my heritage is before, but we were Texan. Like we were from, we were from Scotland and Ireland before that, and England and all the other. Like you that. were never we from Scotland here. or Ireland. I wasn't, but my. You're a native Texan. Were. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I know I am now, but I. I you always were. That. <laughs> what do you mean you know you are now? <laughs> I always were, but how I always was. <laughs> yeah. However, my my you know great 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 grandfather was you know he moved here in a covered wagon and he you know founded where we live today. Like he founded my farm, he founded this whole area. Like he was scouted by Indians and survived. Like he nice. He was a he was a battler, and then you so know, if that's your that great 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 grandfather, then you have. Of Texans, yeah, it's not a state of immigrants. Generations of of native Texans, but they it started somewhere. It's not a state of immigrants. It's a state of Native Americans who are native to America. I have a lot of Native American in me as well. I'm about. I'm not talking about about Native American means white. Well, Indian. Yeah. Native Uh, American Cherokee or yeah Comanche actually in me, but you know I don't hold that heritage much. More, I'm much more American and Texan than that. Don't say state of immigrants and nation of immigrants. I can't believe you fell for that. It's not fell for it. It's just, <laughs> I felt like that was common knowledge. I thought if you, no, that's, you moved nuh-uh, here from uh-uh, another uh-uh, country. Uh-uh. Immigrants from, means people who just arrived here and their children. So you don't, would you, you'd call a uh, Indian, you'd, like not Indian like Native American Indian, but you'd call like a India Indian a dot. You would call them an immigrant, right? Even if they were born, you know, if they had a kid here, an anchor. Right, baby, because they are not they're not the immigrant, right? Right, because they are not the native born founders of America. Okay. All right, I, I can get behind that, I guess. Yeah. When you put it in that, that way. Clair but, little clarification. Asador states no, if no one gets fifty percent, then they have a runoff between the two candidates who get the most votes. Okay. Yeah. Native Texans okay. is, native Texan is one of the most popular phrases, he says, among Texans. Bobby may be Texan by heritage, but he does not have a Texan mindset. He is also anti-white. <laughs> he has drunk the liberal Kool-Aid on race and nationality. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. 
anti-white. Yeah, you're started, buying into man. that. We are a state of immigrants. What? Uh, you're my age, aren't you? Aren't you, some, aren't you in your late 30s, early yeah. 40s? What was it, Stephen F. Austin? He did. He was not from Texas. Led the army at the Alamo. They had Davy Crockett was from Tennessee. Like all the those all were the native of Texas. Those were native, were not native white Texans, Americans, but they were not native Texans. It doesn't matter. They were native that's white Americans. That, that's fine. I understand that the point is they were not native Texans. The people uh, who fought okay. for Texas and died at the Alamo were not native Texans. Like they were. I know, but Alamo just, is where they I mean, lost. Here. Right? Alamo, didn't, yeah, they, didn't they lose was, the Alamo? That was Texas's 13 days to glory, man. That was 100, 113, you know, people fought over 1,800 Mexicans for 13 days in a rundown church. Like Remember they, the Alamo. And because of, no, I, yeah, and because, of yeah. their, because of their fight, they were able to secure victory for Texas. Like, so even though they, they lost that battle, over, they lost that battle, but they won the war? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Nice, exactly. man. Sam no, I, I have no disrespect for the Alamo days. situation. I'm just saying. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, it would have been nice if they didn't all die there and they could have won, of course. But, you yeah. know, but their lasting that 13 days allowed Sam Houston to rally enough troops to defeat them at San Jacinto and kill Santa Ana. Hmm. Asmodor states with another super chat. <laughs> We're having a little war between the super chatters and the, and Bobby from Texas here, the caller. By Bobby's ridiculous logic, there are no Englishmen because the Anglo-Saxons migrated to England two thousand years ago. <laughs> it's a uh, nation of immigrants. England is. <laughs> anyway, good talking with you, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wish you Texans well. We gotta, we gotta save the country. Anyway, we keep up, we keep fighting yeah, for we, what's right. Take care, man. We definitely can't afford to let it fall into Democratic hands. Like that's way too many electoral votes to lose for the Republicans and for America. Yeah. All right. Take care. All right. Take care, buddy. Bye. Uh, some super chats, guys. <laughs> call this call expired five minutes ago. I find this call hilarious. <laughs> Hang up, Hake. Um, little Bibby Boy Blue 42 with a, a few super chats on streamlabs.com slash the hate report. Why? This was 25 minutes ago during the everyone is number one, uh, Mandarin song, China. What did we do to deserve this type of torture, Hake? Hake's music makes me want to spit. Says Lil Bibby Boy Blue 42. Thank you for the three super chats, sir. Very nice. Okay. So, before I get to calls, Jonathan Palo Alto, get, coming to you next. Rich in Victorville, coming to you too. But first, mixed? I saw this trending on Twitter, the publisher, far left publisher, not a platform. Mixed Asian hyphen American skis for China? This woman, 18 years old, I think. Meet Eileen Gu, G-U, teenage free skier and Louis Vuitton model who chose to represent China over the United States at the Beijing, Beijing Winter Olympics. Freestyle skier. And look at her. She looks like Kristen Crook, right? How do you pronounce that word? 
that woman who played Lana in uh, Smallville against Superman, or pretending to be Superman's girlfriend, doesn't she look like white but also a little Asian? Yeah, like you can barely tell right there, but in el- elsewhere you can tell. Mixed. Poor, messed up, false sense of identity. There, she won the gold medal. She's like biting the gold, right? One of China's biggest stars at the Winter Olympics, and she's American. Or American raised, anyway. 18-year-old took home gold in the first ever Olympic big air freestyle skiing competition Tuesday. Baby. But in 2019, she made the decision to compete for China. I think she was born maybe to an American. Alongside being a sports icon, she also is a model working for fashion houses such as Louis Vuitton. And she's 18? Yikes. That means there she is in Business Insider or Sports Insider. Uh, Although she's represented the U.S. for most of her life, she chose back in 2019 to represent China, where she's also known as Gu Ailing. (laughs) Born in San Francisco, just like Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee, I heard that he was a quarter German or something like that. I'm not sure. Eileen Gu was born in San Francisco to an American father, supposedly, and Chinese mother. She began learning how to ski at age three, went pro in 2020 at the age of 16. Oh, yeah, I guess we're already in 20. So at 15, and she chose, at age 15, she chose in 2019, or 16, something, to ski for China. What? In a June 29 IG post, she explained her decision to compete for China, writing, quote, <laughs> and listen to this English. Is this, is this Chinese English or not? Sorry, Chinese. Uh, nothing wrong with dog eating, by the way. Uh, I am proud of my heritage and equally proud of my American upbringings. She put S at the end. <laughs> Lin Yen Chin is not like these. Does not like this. Upbringing. It's upbringing, not upbringings, young lady. The opportunity, she, she wrote a few years ago on IG, Instagram. The opportunity to in- help inspire millions of young people where my mom was born. Mama's girl. During the 2022 Beijing Olympic Winter Games is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to promote the sport I love. Two-time world champion in half-pipe and slope style. First woman to land a... <laughs> Did she add the S for plurality? American upbringings. I am proud of my heritage and equally proud, meaning Chinese, and equally proud of my American upbringings. (laughs) What? Or does she mean U.S. and China upbringings? Two upbringings. What in the world? (laughs) Deport, says says Kickflip Chris. Can Kickflip Chris do this? She was the first woman to land a double cork 1440. A freestyle skiing trick that incorporates four full 360s and two off-axis rotations in the air. If you understand what that even means. China is number one. Nicknamed Snow Princess for her prowess on the slopes. Gu is also a prominent figure on social media. Popularity not just in China. 324,000 followers on IG. More than 113,000 on TikTok. That is China. TikTok is China. In addition to being a sports icon, model working with Louis Vuitton, Tiffany & Co., Swiss watchmaker, IWC, Schaffhausen. 
what is up with the Switzerland people? I think that being uh, neutral just means you're going to be overrun. It's kind of like being a libertarian. Gu is also a star student, scored 1580 on her SATs. See? This intellectual and uh, physical shallow success does not mean that you are a sensible person. She's young. Uh, 1580 on the SATs. I think I got like 1310, but I didn't study. Uh, she ranks among, which ranks her among the 99th percentile of students in the United States, according to the Wall Street Journal. Just 17 years old, she was most influential people list for Chinese entertainment and sports. Youngest person ever to be included in the Forbes China 30 under 30. Forbes. Get Forbes out of America. Right? Chinese media outlets been calling her the next Yao Ming. <laughs> Yao Ming is that tall Chinese player, basketball player. Him versus Shaq. Remember that? And a snow princess set to shine at home. Olympics. But not all skiers are falling for the hype. Jen Hudak. Jen Hudak, a USA skier, a real American woman. Former Winter X Games champion said Eileen Gu was opportunistic, her word, opportunistic, in deciding to compete for China. She became the athlete she is because she grew up in the United States, Hudak told the New York Post. I think she would have been a different skier had she grown up in China. China does not recognize dual citizenship. What? What's this? Boo, I don't care. That's his name. Gu has not explicitly spoken about her citizenship status. She told the SCMP South China Morning Post, I'm fully American and speak the way I do. Nobody can deny I'm an American. Watch me. When I go to China, nobody can deny I'm Chinese because I'm fluent in the language and culture and completely identify as such. What a mess, huh? What a disgrace. That's Eileen Gu. Now you know why I played the Olympics Chinese song. Everyone is number one. Not good. Let me get to Jonathan in Palo Alto, California. Jonathan, how are you doing? Hey, how's it going, James? <laughs> going well. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Nice. Uh, especially because I'm leaving California right now. <laughs> You're leaving California? Yeah. For good? On up to, I'm going to be I'm going to be Jonathan from Oregon in about an hour. <laughs> really? You're moving to Oregon? So, yep. Yep. <laughs> You guys can call in 888-775-3773. If you get on hold and you start hearing my voice, hang on, we will get to you. Somebody was on hold, and Nick, Nick didn't get the phones, and so they just hung up. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, I just got, I'm going to keep it pretty quick because I'm driving here. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to say my great, uh, great, 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 uh, grandpa was a major in the American Revolution, so there's definitely some OG, uh, you know, Americans. Right. Still sticking around here. We were, we yeah. were, uh, generations in America. We, like the Americans, right? And I have mm -hmm. some, like, original Americans, too, in my, in my blood line, supposedly. Nice. 
Uh, but we were here, gener- people were here generations. The Anglos were here for generations before they founded America. Yeah, even before the American Revolution, huh? Yeah. That's right, that's right, huh? They were, so. they were Englishmen. Yeah. Mistreated by England themselves. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah I just, I just found that out a couple, uh, <laughs> like a week ago or so. Well, I actually, I already knew, but we, uh, we found this, like, document thing that was, like, proving it. Wow. And stuff that said he's, like, a, he's a major. So I was like, oh, that's so cool, <laughs> you know. But, uh, yeah, pretty cool stuff. <laughs> so you're moving to so, Oregon. Some say that's not an upgrade. Well, what part you know, of Oregon are you? Part, we're going to the part that's trying to secede to Idaho, you know, and you just see Trump banners everywhere and, wow. like, they got like a let's go Brandon on the side of the mountain and stuff like who's, that. Who's who's we? If you don't mind my asking. Ah, uh, uh, my mom. <laughs> Are you she's, you're moving with your mother? Well, she's gonna get me like a farm up here, and then she's gonna <laughs> have Santa Cruz be her, her, her like home base, you know. And I'm just gonna be farming up here. How old are you? Uh, I'm 33 as of yesterday. And she's buying you a farm. Yep. <laughs> Oh man! Pretty much, yeah. So you think you should accept? I know I'm kind of on the fence. About, I was like, man, I should just like take off. You know what I'm saying? But Maybe actually, so. speak of uh, Satan, there she's calling me right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> well, Jonathan, I wish you well. All righty, thank you. All uh, right, take care. Talk to you later. There. All, All right. right see you. Bye. Man. Let's go, Brandon. Wow, very based in red piled. <laughs> this dude sounds like my stoner friend. Yeah, I know. I want a farm, says MR Jennings. <laughs> okay, so let me get to Rich in Victorville, California. What's up, Rich? What up, hey? Hey. I just want to reply to, to Bobby from Texas. He's a, he knows what he's talking about. He's somebody who's Caucasian and he's proud. He's not. Ashamed to be white, right, Hake? Because you're Caucasian as well, right, Hake? No, I don't think that. I don't know anything about Caucasian. I'm white. What do you? That's exactly what I'm saying. You're white. No, you you're said Caucasian. Like, Caucasian. I don't know what are, that is. You're European. No, I'm not. I'm American. No, but you're white. You should be proud of that. I'm white. I'm white American. You said Caucasian. You are Caucasian. No, Hake, I'm you not. Shouldn't be angry about that. What do you mean you're not? I can see you. You are Caucasian, and there's nothing That's wrong not with that. That's not Caucasian. Just because I'm white doesn't mean you know what I am. You don't know that. You, I'm white, white American. The heck? Yeah, I'm, I agree with you. And there, and but you're calling is, that Caucasian. I don't know what Caucasian is, and I don't even think that you know what Caucasian is. Anyway, I do. Let's not get hung no, up on is, this fine point. It seems like you're just angry and ashamed to be white, but you shouldn't. You don't know me. Now you're just making up stuff. No, it seems like you're, you're angry and ashamed to be white. Sounds like you're angry and ashamed to be Mexican or Hispanic. You don't even know what I am. I'm yes, just I saying do. You're not native. Everybody knows that you're Hispanic mixed with the uh, American Indian. No, they don't because you don't even know nothing about me. I know plenty about you. You're not native to this continent, is all I'm yes, saying. Yes, I am. You don't have to get, yes, I am. You don't have to get mad at. Yes, I am native to this continent. I'm native to this country. 
I'm native Californian. And so are multi multi generation. Quote unquote illegal aliens. That's all that's all my point is. I'm not saying that the white man took Are you illegal? Absolutely not. But you didn't even recognize you don't even call illegals what they are. No such thing as illegals, because you're illegal. Your ancestors your ancestors are the illegals. Yes, there is such thing as illegals. Do you want me to tell you what an illegal is? Somebody who's, somebody who's in this country illegally. That's a myth. No, it's not a myth. <laughs> what in the world? You're all about those they're myths. Already, they're already here. Right? No, they that's weren't. Claimed, no, they weren't. They were down there. That's why they had here. to come here. Well, um, you and everybody pays a mortgage. You guys don't own America. Not I know. Anymore. Isn't that I a shame? Mortgage doesn't mean you mean, don't own America. Property tax. You, you mean property tax? You don't, you don't Do you mean anything. property tax, Rich? Arrogant. Rich, do you yeah. mean property yeah, tax? Yeah, all of that. All of that. Yeah. You don't own anything. I don't pay a so mortgage, by guys, the way. <laughs> why do you guys say... Um, you built America, but you guys don't own America. That's what I'm saying. It's everybody's country. No, it's not everybody's country. That's communist propaganda. You fell for the communist propaganda, man. When I speak of Native Americans, I'm not saying that the white man's evil, the conqueror. That's just the white man. Conquer. The white man is the Native American. That's ridiculous. No, you're ridiculous. This, you have to be pr- white and proud. Don't be ashamed. Dude. I have a super chat for you. What's up? Uh... The whites are the natives to America. Uh, does They're this? Not. He 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 says. Does this moron think that the natives? I mean, the Indians, not the natives. The natives are the whites. That the Indians just sprung up out of the soil? If whites aren't natives, neither are the Indians because they came here illegally from Siberia. That's that's another lie. And you don't he, know he that. Says, he only says moron because I'm the true more, just like the true Israelite, <laughs> right? White people, white people want to be accepted no. so bad. That's why they, they hate Mexicans. I, th- you got to stop caring. No, the Mexicans hate the whites. It's not the other way around. And maybe, maybe black people will, will not look at you guys. The like Mexicans, the, you guys the Mexicans hate it's the whites. A, it's not the other way around, Rich. Rich, that's what I'm saying. I gotta go. If you're not gonna talk with What's me, up? if you're not gonna listen when I speak. If you're just going to keep I'm on listening. rambling when I speak, I'm then I'm just going to hang up. I'm the Mexicans hate the whites. That's why they come up here and call us racist. They don't call you racist. Yes, Most they do. Mexicans come over here and they get conservative and they want to act all up. No, not true. They don't get conservative. They vo- their children vote for uh, Democrats. That's not conservative. Vote- voting doesn't but, um, it Would they vote for Democrats if they were conservative? They don't vote either way. They do vote for Democrats. They're not conservative, Rich. Anyway, Most I got to go. Them are conservative. Nice right, talking then. with you, man. Take care. Um, what a mess. You got to be careful with that guy, actually. Jared with a super chat on uh, streamlabs.com slash the hate report. Appreciate you, Rich. Um, Asmador. When Bobby Starr stated that immigrants fought the battle, you heard anti-white. It showed your lack of understanding. Clean your ears, foo. <laughs> so says, so says Jared. What? He said we're a state of immigrants. <laughs>
and immigrants didn't fight the battle. It was Americans fought the battle. But anyway, thank you, Jared. I appreciate it. Great, uh, very generous super chat. <laughs> very kind. What a mess. Now we have inter super chatter fighting. Not good. That's victim talk, James. Which one is victim talk? Let me just double check in here. There was something that I wanted to cover. Oh, yeah. You know how, before I get back to calls, you know how in Florida, they're fighting, and many other states, they're fighting against the CRT mess, critical race theory stuff, and just pretending that racism is real in general is a disservice to the kids because they're brainwashing the kids. I see this gay agenda sign in a purported library put out by cops in Miami Beach, Florida. Not in the lesson plan. This is from Getty Images. Disgraceful thing. This was put out in the far left female run outlet, The Skim. We protect. We help. We call 911. This location, and it looks like it's a library or something, is a safe place for victims of and witnesses to LGBTQ crime. Crimes. Harassment. And bullying. Call 911 and wait for the police to arrive. Safe Miami Beach. The city of Miami Beach and the Miami Beach Police Department are committed to your safety. And meanwhile... They had it right the first time. It's LGBTQ crimes. They're the ones committing the crimes against us. Or things that should be crime. Crimes. You know, like public, uh, public, what is that called? When you're just disgusting in public? It's not good. It's not good. And I saw this in, uh, I read a little bit about it in Hake News at the end of hour two, I believe, Florida is promoting this bill called the Parental Rights in Education Bill because underhandedly for decades they've been pushing, generation after generation of fake teachers have been pushing the LGBTQ mess in classrooms and in classes, and it's really disgusting. So Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, said parents must have a seat at the table. This bill... Uh, it w- is blocking school districts from pushing uh, classroom discussion about sexual disorientation. I call it disorientation. Or gender false identity. They call it gender identity. For children in elementary school. I mean, it's kind of fighting a losing war, but I appreciate the effort. And hopefully um, we can put the truth out there, because it's ridiculous injecting concepts, as DeSantis said, about choosing your gender. The bill's author, I don't know who the author of this bill is, this parental rights and education bill in Florida, but he says that uh, teachers should respond, if asked about this mess, with ask your mother. (laughs) I don't like that. I don't like this ask your mother thing, because the mother's are, tend to be more liberal. They tend to fall for this stuff. Fathers, not so much. Except the fathers end up following the mothers and, and following the, the misguided, brain, blind, brainwashed children, right? Sick. Jim Justice says, The B in LGBTQ mess, madness, 
implies only two genders. That's right. Men and women. Boys were boys and girls were girls. <laughs> they promote these fake studies. LGBTQ plus youth, higher risk of mental illness and even suicide. So that's a reason why you should not encourage the being LGBTIQ plus stuff. Nor should you have your false kissing up to it. It reminds me of this harm reduction stuff where you subsidize people's having sex with condoms and having a safe drugs, safe place and safe drug crack pipes to do it with. Or at least crack pipe rubber fittings <laughs> and, and uh, filters. Stupid. The radical advocates say it would prevent teachers. Teachers are sometimes just the worst to provide, preventing them from providing a safe, inclusive environment. So we'll see what happens. Could come as soon as July. Parents can, uh, parents can uh, sue, I believe, if they violate it. But it's a, a whole lot of anti-white, anti-God, anti-fathers propaganda. Anti-children propaganda. And they pretend like they're f- friends of the children. They're not. I remember uh, Church with Jesse Lee Peterson, the most recent one. I think is was the most recent one. The world is not going to get better. Kind of interesting because that's the opposite of the radical homosexual Dan Savage targeting the children, the hashtag it gets better campaign. You know, for the gays. Oh, accept your degenerate false sexuality degeneracy perversion. It gets better. No. It's evil. Anyway, let me get to Rick in Hampton, Virginia. We are at five minutes till. Rick, how are you doing? Man, James, my brother, what's going on? What's going on? Hey, just hanging out. Good to hear from you. Yeah, I want to talk about the doggone Al Sharpen, the buzzer that he is. Because he he was getting on Joe Rogan. um, You know, he needs to apologize, repent, and everything. But yet, he ain't repented for his evil deeds. He even sold drugs and all of the children. Say that again. I said, oh, Al Sharp, he sold drugs, children in Harlem. He did? Yes, he did. He was he got, he got caught by the FBI, and you know when, when the FBI catch you um, doing drugs, they'll flip you and then ride you in the back seat and how you point out everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> I did hear that he became a rat. Al Sharpton, the FBI informant. So he was selling drugs to yeah. kids. Reminds me of... Absolutely. Wasn't Jay-Z doing something like that? Jay-Z, Jay-Z I, yeah, I hear he was selling drugs as well. Yeah. Terrible. And now he's selling worse than that. He's selling uh, degeneracy and his wife, <laughs> Beyonce. Oh, yeah. Now, now, what's going on with Derek again with Beyonce? Oh, I'm just saying that they're selling worse than drugs now. They're selling the uh, radical uh, black propaganda. Man, you, I, I don't understand how Al Sharpton can get a job on a network. Like, he got so much experience. Oh, I know. You know, I mean, like, this guy, man, it's like, 
it's mind-boggling. So he gets on that type of what Joe Rogan needs to do. He needs to apologize, repent to God. Oh, put yeah. Put a sackcloth on his head. <laughs> but yet, he and all um, set up there, sold, sold drugs in Harlem. And one thing about when you sell drugs in the community, sometimes them people be on drugs for 30 or 40 years. The did, drugs that you got them hooked on. Did Al Sharpton, the Reverend Al Sharpton, actually invoke God in talking about Joe Rogan? Are you serious? Um, I think he did. He wanted. He said. He said Joe should need to repent to the black community. <laughs> That's said, terrible. What? So I he mean, was. What was he on? Like TMZ or something? Or Brick, no, was he I, on the I, Breakfast I Club? That, no, I heard that from. Um, I listened to another pastor. He kind of reminded me of Jeffy. His name is uh, Doctor James David. Manning, oh, okay, yeah. And he was reporting on it. Yeah, that's he's ridiculous. Out of Harlem and, um, he tries to do what Jesse do, trying to wake uh, most black folks up, man. It seemed like, oh, no, man. I think some are waking up, but it seemed like to me, um, we're so um, hard on our skin color and culture, man. It, it, you know, until we let that go and, and really start seeing things, you know, won't get better to me. Yeah. In my opinion. Yep. Well, you know, and, uh, <laughs> it's terrible. It's ridiculous. And, and what do you think about President? Biden Bauditas often crack fights with your with your initials on it. <laughs> with your initials on it? I had not heard that. I'm just, uh, I'm just <laughs> I had that on there. But now they call that glass pipe now because they see how immoral that is to offer some addictive drugs but you're smoking mouth for crack. How's that going? If you want to help somebody, help them get rehab. Yeah. That I talked about better. this I talked about this toward the beginning. And they pretend mm-hmm. that that's that, that that's the first step before they get them to rehab is they need to enable them with these safe parafer- drug paraphernalia so that they can reduce harm. It's mama. It's mama reduce which enables harm. evil. I think that going increase that go that going that go increase because now I get me a comfortable place I can do my drugs in. <laughs> you hear you hear interviews with these people who they their lives get subsidized. They move from out of state to like San Francisco or somewhere in somewhere in uh, California where we subsidize drug abusers, and it's ridiculous. Wow. So anyway, I appreciate it, Rick. Good to hear from you, man. Hey, you too, James. Hey, y'all stay out there. Y'all in California, man. Y'all paying probably five dollars a gallon for gas, and <laughs> then you can't go in your backyard without seeing homeless people all back there. People can steal and rob up to a thousand dollars, so you can't have a business. I don't even see how y'all gonna have an economy. Yeah. Got to watch out. Thank you, man. Yes, well, I'll keep you guys in prayer. Love you, Jane. Y'all keep up the good work. Thank you, sir. Take care. Okay, last Super Chats, guys. We are at the top of the hour. Got to end shortly. Asvador states, Anglo-American whites conquered and settled Texas and founded the Republic of Texas. That makes us the natives. Your girlfriend with the Super Chat on Odyssey. The articles and tweets are already terrible, but Hake's cadence and tone while reading them makes it that much worse. <laughs> Sorry, uh, your girlfriend. Ledge Klinger with a super chat. Hake, are you still in touch with blank, blank, blank? Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Thank you, Ledge Klinger, and thank you, Asmador and your girlfriend. And the super chatters over there. La- little baby 42 blue. And Jared, appreciate that, guys, and Adric, and Based America First. Thanks, guys. This has been the Hake Report. Catch JLP on GLC. Jesse Lee Peterson YouTube premiere, 4 p.m. Pacific time today.
God's Learning Channel, throwback from 2004. Catch the Church with J.C. Lee Peterson throwback from yesterday. Thanks, guys. Take care.